You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Just to wrap up everything for the past nine weeks, we talked about having that as people of God, we are to be people on a mission. It would be hard for us to wake up every morning without a mission. And I do hope the mission that you have is something that's bigger than you. If your mission today that you feel like God has given you is something that you can achieve on your own, that might be too small. Because the mission that God has for you requires you to lock arms with brothers and sisters in the faith for you to be able to fulfill that mission. Right? And I do hope you have that kind of a mission and a vision in life. And as what we said, today we're going to look at what it means to have shared lives. Okay? When we say share life and we are in community, what it entails of us is for us to open up our lives so that people can come in. Our lives are intertwined with others in community. Right? As you all know, and we will be very upfront, if you're a member of Victory Green Hills, you know this is not a perfect community. Uh, there's a lot of diversity even in this church. But it is in the midst of diversity where community must be practiced. Right? And shared life is something that, that uh, we all aspire to, you know, a goal that we all must have. I remember uh, growing up in this church, I love my dad. My dad is somebody who, who loves my mom, loves all the kids, very hardworking. Uh, my dad discipled us in the area of business, in the area of handling our money. He's very good at, uh, at business. And uh, my dad also was wise enough to outsource some areas of his, of his discipleship to other men in the church. And that's why we're part of Victory. Uh, we grew up with different fathers who imparted to us people who we look up to growing up. Right? So, sa area ng love life, my dad never talked about love life and marriage to me. But because he knew that the church is a place where there would be a lot of fathers, he placed us in a Bible-believing church, just like Victory. A lot of the things that I've learned in leadership and in life, I've learned from different fathers in, within the community. I think all of us, we need to understand that community is such an important aspect of a Christian's life. Last night, we were having dinner with one of our church members who was celebrating his birthday. And uh, we were seated in the table. And one of those guests who occasionally comes here, occasionally means uh, if they're not busy, uh, they would come here. So maybe around three, four times, five times a year. Uh, asked me a question. He said, is it in your church or in your religion, is it required to be part of a group because every time I'm in victory you always talk about victory groups and church community so is it required so I said well technically it's not required uh, nowhere in scripture would you see that if you're not part of a victory group you'll go to hell right or you're less of a Christian because you're not part of a victory group I said I won't call it a requirement I would call it a design God designed each and every person in the world, especially Christians, to be part of community. We can't live life, and I, I started telling her, you know, I can't imagine living life apart from church community. It is so intertwined to who we are, 
Now as a family, how our marriages become, it's because of church community. Um, we look at and review our lives, me and Tammy, and we would say so many things that we learn in marriage and parenting, we've learned because of community. Many things in life, whether it's leadership, whether it's walking in integrity and faith, all we've learned in community. Right? That's why I love Victory, because we celebrate community here. This is a value that we have. In fact, we're talking about it for the past three weeks, because this is important for us. So technically, it's not required, but I believe it is designed by God for every person to be part of a community. And, and whether we like it or not, if you're not part of a church community, most likely you're part of another community. It could be an eating community, a basketball community, a Cleveland uh, crying club community. I don't know what community you could be part of. A business community, a Chinese community, you know. We've got different communities, but in Scripture, we're given an option to be part. And as Christians... We're given actually a design that we all need to be part of community. Right? Community is so important. One picture that brings a lot of memories is this picture. This was a picture taken seven years ago. Right? We were very young and very chubby. Parena. So, except Pastor Bojo, okay? who's not like that anymore. All right? This was seven years ago. Uh, Chinky at that time was not yet the chinkitan that we all know. Wala pa siyang logong ganon, alright? And uh, si Jason is there, Pastor Tito, si Larry, you know, all these guys. If you look at the, uh, the text at our back, it's the word Wednesday. It was a crazy idea that we had because we were renting our uh, venue every Sunday at Music Museum. And we were already full with two services. So we said, we need to start a weekday service to cater to many people who want to go to church, but we have no more room. And out of this brotherhood and this friendship, right, uh, we started doing the mission of God together. And I would say we could never do it apart from this man who helped us jumpstart uh, a Wednesday service uh, seven years ago. And I look at that picture and I see that in where we started and where we are today, uh, we started here with 300 people. In fact, if you were a member of this church in 2007, 2008, if it's your birthday, you have, some of you might have received cupcakes from us, right? Because we know each other. That's how small the community was. Everybody knew everybody. We knew, we knew, you know, we were connected in Multiply and Facebook, you know. We would, we really know each other because we were very, very small. And then we started growing. And in the midst of growth, what happens? Right? With growth would come diversity. With growth would come more people from different backgrounds and culture. And so, it gets harder to be in community. And that's why we would always say, be part of a group. Because the only way for us to grow small, uh, as we grow bigger and still feel small, is through the groups that we have. And we have 400 plus groups every week that meets once a week. And so there's a group for, for everybody in this room because we have been fighting for a culture wherein this, when you come here and be part of this church, you would feel that this is still community. And again, I look at that picture and I think all of these guys I had some disagreements with for the past how many years. We don't always see eye to eye because we're all men and we're all strong. 
right? And we all have our own opinions. And sometimes we don't see eye to eye. But what kept us strong and what kept the relationship stronger today were because we believe that we are brothers, that we are part of this community. Whether we agree or not on certain things, what really matters and what unites us together is our love for Christ. So if you look at First Peter, and we're looking at the life of Peter, Peter wrote First Peter, Peter wrote First Peter, right? And the major theme of First Peter is love. And on chapter 4, he tried to summarize and get to the heart of the very theme of love. And I want you to look at this in light of church community and in the context of relationships that we all have. In First Peter 4.8, he says, Above all... Love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. When Peter wrote this, he says, Above all, 